listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Saturday morning, ready to do some feedback. This is the episode where we talk about the things that you had to say, about the things that we had to say throughout the week. Uh, We had three episodes this week, so... We're going to talk about all the stuff you see in the show notes, your voicemails, your emails, your comments on our website, your votes in the polls on Spotify, your comments on Anchor. All of that stuff uh, is what makes the show go around because y'all are the people that help the show do what the show need to do. If y'all weren't listening, we wouldn't have a show. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we appreciate y'all. And, of course, we have to start off with the people that go to our website, theblackoutist.com. Look on the right-hand side. If you're on the phone, you have to turn it sideways. Um, and you can s- scroll that column, and there's an option to give to the show, to support the show. And the only thing that those people get is just a shout-out. And that's what they're about to get right now. May I have you? Listening to Charlotte's own Rod and Karen. We welcome the good folks who tithe to the Black Guy Who Tips. That's right. New day, new pay. Let's talk about the people that put some in the piggy bank. Jonathan H., thank you very much. Jeff M., Brian B., Corey B., the B family is coming through. J. Full, Mako H., uh, Nicole F. Early Daisy Photography. Marvin B. Yes, Marvin B. Michael W. Chriselle B. Asia D. Annie P. Annie, I hope you're okay. Michael S. Tom WJ. Dana R. Uh, Laura E. Nicholas Z. Noel W. Bomani Jones hosts the Game Theory with Bomani Jones on HBO at 11 o'clock on Fridays. Hope you're watching. Uh, hope you hope if you have things where you like, uh, why ain't nobody talking about Brett Favre? Now you have no excuse. Go listen. Uh, Jane M, <laughs> Pete B, Sonya B, a lot of B's this week. Ricky A, pretty Rick what they call him. David S, David from Brooklyn. Um, John Johanna M. Um, Douglas R, Laura F, Cavis D, Chris from Hawaii, Corey Detickler, Tabitha M, Alexis H, Marlon B, Tanya S, and lastly, Wonga from Down Under. Good day, mate. Thank you for coming through and putting something on, putting some shrimp on the Barbie, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, all right, that's everybody that, that sent money the last couple of weeks. Let me play the music out. All right, all right. Let's get into my other fave. So maybe everybody ain't got money. That's fine. You don't have to have money to listen to a podcast. You don't. Okay, that's why we have ads. But (laughs) we also (laughs) have people who leave five star reviews on Apple Podcasts, and we read them. And if they're as long as they're nice and five stars, and y'all left some. Okay. Uh, the fr- and it's been a couple weeks since we did a feedback show, so we got a few. Uh, such a great podcast. This is from Trey Victory One, who says in the singer Joe's voice, 
No more running with an entourage unless it's Rod and Karen and the TVGWT squad. Uh, <laughs> you got to fit the bars in there. You get it, guys. Love you guys. Mm, Trace Wendu. You. Thank you. Thank you. Um, man, yeah. What happened to Joe? Does he still make music? Yeah, he's still trying to see your girl, apparently. I mean, I feel like, listen, the war, the gender wars have only gotten worse since Twitter and social media. Yes, they have. Joe, it's the, Joe need to come back. He need to go ahead come and on. fill that lane of, like, these men don't appreciate you. This is his time. Yeah, he could be making a whole new damn sound out here. He should be out here. He should be out here, like... You know, singing about how niggas be on their podcast all the time, talking bad about females, and and come then on. he just come up, <laughs> take the woman. Come on, what your man won't do, girl? Yeah, he don't he don't shower you right. with the acolyte water like me. <laughs> what kind of man would do a podcast and treat his woman so cold? <laughs> <laughs> Treat you like you're nothing when you're worth more than it's uh. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> ah, All go. the podcasts I promise not to do. Mm-hmm. I do I them for you. you. <laughs> I won't call you a lady <laughs> or a slut. I just can't do. A million download treasure. Yeah. <laughs> I hear it got your own lockdown, but I'm out for the Spotify. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Joe got to come back. Joe, where you yeah, at, bro? I won't call you a female. <laughs> come back, bro. You, you, I promise you could be a billionaire by the end of the year. The way the way come things on. are going. <laughs> come on. Um, all right. <laughs> Uh, Joe never talked bad about no dark skinned women. I'm just saying. Uh, five out of five. This is from Miss Meeks. I think M I Q U E S. So I hope I'm saying it right. Miss Meeks from Canada, who says, "Really love the podcast so much that I went back and listened to all the Game of Thrones recaps because I am a relatively new listener. I actually heard of you all through the White People Won't Save You podcast. Oh yeah, we had a great time. We did that. So that podcast." is a a podcast where they talk about like movies and stuff and then you they bring people on to discuss like the racial elements of the movies and how these white savior movies and the one we did was mr church which y'all famously know (laughs) uh we had an episode of our podcast about mr church when i was so pissed i just ranted about it and then i got to go over there and do it and it was so fun karen was there um and it it was just a good time uh anyhow and mm-hmm. I remember that because I think you had rewatched it with me because you watched yeah. it the first time and I didn't see it. So you was like, you got to watch this with me. So we sat down and watched it together. Legitimately one of the worst movies of all time. Um, as far as just the message. I, the, the movie movie, I mean, I guess you got, you know, it's a movie, but yeah, it's a movie. the message of the way these white women insidiously just parasited this man's life and then because oh, white sure. people won't save you do a bunch of research and stuff they were able to find out like the story wasn't really true and just a bunch of shit it was bad <laughs> anyhow i appreciate you both for your insights and your humor uh ooh, with the with the you i see you humor uh i'm a human with the ou uh but my absolute favorite part of every show is at the very end when you say i love you to each other it does my heart good oh well oh, thank you we do love each other 
Uh, come for the show review. Stay for Rod and Karen. This is from Lydia No Yes, who says, started listening to this show for Lovecraft Country discussion, and to my surprise, I get to listen to an episode nearly daily. Love LGBTQ news and guess the race. Watch out for them swords. Mm-hmm. Well, come on. Thank you. Um. So yeah, I pre- we appreciate that. And uh, Lovecraft Country, man, it's just uh, turned into one of the most controversial. Like Twitter, Black Twitter seems to be very divided over it. There are people that hate it, just hate the hell I out of it. But yeah, I loved it. And mm-hmm. the only the only thing I think about now is sometimes I'm like glad it didn't get a season two, only because it seemed that the people that have made content off of hating it wouldn't have let the show live they wouldn't have let it like try to redress any wrongs or improve they they just love to like shit on that show and with like unrepentantly so maybe it's for the best that we never even had to fight about a second season you know yeah and and i think uh for me is when it comes to consumerism and watching like things like this my frustration comes in where shit can just exist and sometimes people don't want shit to exist and mm-hmm. that irritates me it you might not like it it might not be your drama it might i mean i mean it might not be your jam it might not be your shit it might not be your genre whatever but it does have the right to exist and get multiple fucking seasons and your life can move on but i right. think when you get on this particularly online this hate hive online they like destroy it and it's like what the are going to be no matter how bad it is to you uh you don't like it or it's the worst that you ever seen in your life it don't matter it's somebody out there that's, that's going to consume it and it's going to really enjoy it and they don't want to argue with the, you for the right for their shit to exist well it's also like they're mostly invert uh, god i hate to, to sound like this but it's the truth they're mostly invested in like the virtual signaling of it to be like because we reviewed it. There were things or the things that happened. I was like, yeah, I didn't like this or I think they could have improved this or I need them to explain this. And we would get expl- explanations. Sometimes you just get an apology. Sometimes you just get them, you know, being like, hey, we fucked that up. And, you know, and the thing is, whether you're black creative or not, you're allowed to fuck up. And right. especially when you take the feedback and go, yeah, we're going to do a better job. It It can happen and it does happen. There's shows where like, Something, you know, first season of fucking different world is completely different than the rest of it. And it's a black classic because back then there was no social media to like destroy the show and all the goodwill for the show before it got a chance to get his legs. Mm -hmm. Um, So all that shit to say, I think that um, that they're so invested in like trying to act like they're better people. But anyone that's listened to us talk about the show knows that we've been like oh yeah this was concerning and you know and 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 i and this is where they were coming from or maybe this didn't work for us or something and instead it just it's just like i'm a better person than you because i don't like the show it's like all right well congratulations that and five dollars to get you a bus ticket or some shit you know Uh, (laughs) all right uh uh my big cousins from charlotte hey is toy and i'm finally able to leave a review i left you five stars on spotify but here's another for my work phone don't tell we won't i won't you two are my cousins from my hometown i love listening to you for a funny twist on everyday news and black culture i've been listening to you all since 2017 which i which is shortly after i left charlotte Thank you guys so much for being my little slice of home to many more years of podcast and whatever else the universe has in store for you toy thank you toy 
feminims uh this is by running 76 who says hello rod karen happy new year it was my duty to hop on here and shoot a five-star review just in case miss karen didn't believe us followers were holding up our end of the bargain just like her adventures working the thermostat i was having trouble and forgotten how to leave an apple podcast review in episode 2661, love the chat about another light-skinned moment, Hall of Famer, Elder Barge, the mom. <laughs> Shout out to Justin. And the mom who used her video game to remind her child to remove the chicken. Thank you all for the, again for the shows. Even when you guys take time off, I know it's well-deserved as a fan. I forget that there's editing and other things that makes the sausage so tasty. So my 2023 goal is to not have a stank face when you guys take a hiatus. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm doing a lot over here. <laughs> I got a lot of shit happening, fam. <laughs> we, be, we be balancing it out. And, and even this week, we got a, a, a nerd off. We got a pregame. We got a balls deep. Like, we still working, y'all. And I was on uh, For All Nerds. Um, They just did a recap of the first two episodes of The Last of Us. And I got to go in there and kick it with Tati and Ben. And I, as always, lovely time. Um, Check it out. It's in their podcast feed. It's on their YouTube, their Twitch, all that stuff. But, um, yeah, man. I And then also heavily involved in putting a tv show out so you know i would hope that i think we have dope fans no one's ever really made me feel bad for having to take time off and and you know a lot of our fans uh whatever a lot of them are like the complete opposite they like y'all know what y'all good they was like y'all put out so much shit and so much content they was like we well if they if they we know you will if they feel that way they keep it to themselves like that, I'm sure there's some. But, I know it's from a good place because y'all yeah. miss us. Yeah, but they keep it to themselves, and that's what I need. You know what I mean? Like I don't need the, y'all got to get back to work. Like I, I'm good, y'all. I don't. You know, slavery is over, and also, um, <laughs> you know, it wasn't really planned. But you know, when Karen was up here, it's like I'm not gonna be able to see Karen possibly for another few months. So it's like I want to enjoy every minute that I have. So so it's like why why make work out of that you know so thank you for uh but thank you for that review and for understanding he also says i should know better since i'm way over 40 <laughs> cheers running said yeah you know that you know niggas need rest <laughs> uh, the energy level it, it, it trust the energy level it, it ain't the same you don't you, you know you don't move as fast when you make up in the morning you don't go up the stairs as quick <laughs> yeah been quite a few times i hit the door and was like mm, not gonna be a podcast tonight um the gold standard says i found this i mean the gold standard this is by s jones 2 um who says i found this show several years ago and have been a daily listener it is by far the most consistently entertaining compassionate and well-rounded show available i've listened as karen and rod tackle tough issues of race religion sex gender and politics and heard them approach each topic from a well thought out and often hilarious approach there are times that will make you examine your own thought processes and times you have to pick yourself off the floor from laughter it doesn't get any better than this oh thank you man I'm telling y'all, man, this makes us feel so good. I, I honestly, you know, if you want to be a part of this love fest, you're listening. Don't be intimidated. Write us that five star review. Be nice. It makes us it makes it worth it. Honestly, I know these days people think I mean, they've always thought like there's more value in like the criticism or the negativity or like truth has to be mean and all this shit but like i like in creating a, a positive vibe environment and 
uh inviting people into that and i think there's nothing wrong with sharing that and that there's so much negativity these days i <laughs> Uh, you you guys have been on the internet. You see it. It's it, I, I I love that we have this space, and uh, I love y'all for 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 participating in it with us because y'all don't have to do that. So thank you. Me too. And also the thing people underestimate about truth, truth can stand on its own. <laughs> like it can stand on its own two feet, <laughs> and the truth just presents itself as is, and you just have to adjust around it. Sometimes your feelings might get hurt for the with the truth, but it does not mean the truth has to come out as mean and as harsh mm -hmm. you might hear it like that it might feel like that because it's not what you want to hear at the time but the truth don't care anything about your motherfucking feelings it stands on its own two feet yeah absolutely I, I mean i just think about that when i when i think what happens is people work backwards there's a contingent of people that want to say mean things to people and then their defense is that it is true and right. i think about my life and the people I've surrounded myself with and the way I approach people, I'm an honest person. I'm not lying, but I I am nice with my truth because I don't have to be mean. The truth doesn't have to be mean. It doesn't have to come from an uncaring, unkind place. It can come from a loving place. Um, and it's a little more work than being mean, if we're being frank. Um, but like even with like my work environment, when like part of the job is I submit things and then they tell me what to make better. Right. And so far, you know, knock on wood, I haven't had, I've never submitted something and felt like someone was mean to me. It's always been like, here's what you can do better. Here's what we would like to see. And it can be frank. It can be honest, but it doesn't have, it doesn't have to be mean. And I just think people like to be mean and then go and make an excuse. Agreed. Agreed. And uh, one thing about you, and it's one thing I love about you, but it's one thing that a lot of people have a tendency to stay away from you. Like, I've just observed mm -hmm. this. For the fact that you tell the truth and you're flat-footed and you don't waver. Mm -hmm. And you don't allow what they're saying to persuade your opinion when you know, no, this is my truth and I'm not wavering on this. Like, like, right. like you are a compromising person. You will understand if they bring something new to the table, you're like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. And you will adjust your opinion. Right. But I think because you're like, no, this is what I said. This is how I feel. And people aren't used to people like that. Now, just be, truth be mm -hmm. told, because everybody lies to everybody. I've just realized that. I come to that conclusion because once you do that, they get in their feelings and then all of a sudden they act like you're the problem for telling them the truth. When right. you didn't say it nasty, you didn't say it mean, you didn't point anything out, you didn't well, call you know, anybody out of their name. What's interesting is that I haven't run into much problems with doing that. It, uh, like It's more like you said, people will be standoffish or stay away from me. Mm -hmm. um, I think also the thing about being up here in New York and in a work environment, I think people hear the kindness and niceness and positivity I approach things with. And I think they start filling in the blanks like, Oh, he'll just say anything positive or nice or whatever. And I'm, they're wrong. Okay. <laughs> it's like, if I like, and I think it takes them a while to learn that I'm not kissing ass or any of that shit. If I think something is good or funny, I'm, I'm just going to be there and say yes to that. And if I think something is not funny or not good, I'm going to try to find a kind way to say 
this is, you know, we can do better than this or this isn't good or whatever. Um, but I'll never lie, you know, and, and like it's super important to me, especially with the work I'm doing on game theory. It's super important to me that uh, any short change we do short changes the show and right. ultimately short changes Bomani. So I would be doing less, less than a good job if, <laughs> if, if I was sitting up here like, let me just tell Bo it's good, but I really thought it was terrible. Like, I'm not one of those people. So, uh, but it takes a while for people to understand that because I think, yeah, honesty is 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 uh, aligned with meanness for a lot of people. I know this is a huge tangent uh, that no. we just got on. No problem, but I don't mind talking about that. Like, we was doing a nerd off. You were saying how you went on a, a tangent about uh, 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 Xbox and, you know, mm. the relationship between that and Gamergate and your co-worker looking like wow right you're so passionate it's like yeah i can actually be very passionate i just don't get to talk about this particular subject with y'all oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Something comes up and i feel really strong about it because <laughs> right. you're such a soft-spoken person to like when, she, when when your emotions come out everybody's like oh like right, right. well it's angry over there. the last thing i'll say is this um and i think this is probably the hardest thing for most people and it's something i'm constantly working at and constantly trying to be mindful of there and and it's just a truth i believe there has to be room for you to have an opinion that doesn't jive with mine and nobody be the enemy it has to be room for that i'm obviously we're not talking about every single topic obviously there's some you know, if your opinion is black people are inferior, then obviously, duh, nigga, we're not going to be able to reach a consensus. But right. there has to be some room. And I think it's off-putting to people at first because a lot of people think only agreement is allowed these days. And if you fall out of lockstep, it means you're no longer whatever. And eventually, you can tell as people hang out around me, they're like, oh, he's giving his opinion because he doesn't think it needs to suck all the oxygen up and be the only opinion. He's giving his opinion because he's saying, this is just how I feel, but I can I can understand and see how you could feel differently and be valid. And I think there's a freedom in that, but it takes a lot of work and trust for people to get to that level of communication. And, you know, um, people are scared of that because you got to be a bit vulnerable. And I think that's off-putting and intimidating to some people. And so some people... I'll never be that cool with because there's like a little bit of fear that like I'm a judge them or since my opinion is different, I'm looking down on them. And a lot of times I'm not. I'm just like, that's another way to view this thing. And for the most part, people are mostly harmless. They don't have a lot of power. They don't they're not acting on every opinion they have that. And they're constantly in a state of flux where they're learning and growing or, you know, uh, uh, you know, moving in different directions. So it really doesn't, you know, like one of the things that happened at work, uh, some, we were pitching jokes and it was a joke that my office mate knows that I would be like, yeah, I wouldn't make that joke or I disagree with the premise of this joke. And he was like, yeah, so you probably hate this joke. I think it was like Obama and drone strikes or something. And I was like, no. I don't hate the joke at all. I think it's actually really fucking funny. And if they decide to use it, it'll work in the in the monologue. And it was like, even though you don't ag- agree with it or whatever. And I was like, it's not about agree. Right. <laughs> it's about, I was like, you you think I agree with every point Bo makes and has me go write something about? That's 
what one of us would have to be insanely narcissistic to to think that right the job because it is a job and they give you money the job is to help him make the most coherent cogent impactful entertaining point of what he believes period you can hit some counterpoints there's a time in the process for you to like you know insert your your stuff and be like what about this what about that but at the end of the day when he pulls the trigger and says this is what we want to do my goal is to go make that happen and so i think that's one of the reasons that um one of the reasons that i've taken to this job is because i don't have the attachment of ego into i would never write something i disagree with yes the fuck i would i absolutely the fuck would because that is the job you know i'm not as hard on lebron as as bo is but if he writes something where it's like this is my opinion and it's going to be a kind of a harsh take on lebron guess what the fuck i'm finna do go in there and write that shit you know like and i'm gonna try to do the best goddamn job i can do i want them to feel like yo bo was in his bag when he said this and Mm -hmm. so all that to say is like it the idea of having an opinion but not needing to swallow every other opinion or discourage every other opinion, it's helped. It's helped me. And I think a lot of people could, yeah, a lot of people could be helped by that mentality because we need more of that. We need less of this, whatever this monolithic thing of we all need to hate the same people, buy the same things, watch the same shit, love the same shit, whatever that is, it is not healthy in my opinion. And we need a little bit of room for people to be themselves. I like it because it does not allow for uniqueness and it does not allow for you to be yourself, whatever your freedom yourself is. Um, And I think that it does everybody a disservice because there's a lot of things out there that people won't even attempt to try and attempt to like and attempt to enjoy and attempt to love because the quote unquote status quo said you shouldn't do that. Yeah. And it's okay not to be with the group. And And I I don't, I low key love when I find out something about somebody that I'm surprised by, Mm -hmm. you know, when somebody's like, Oh man, I love, you know, I don't know. Just name, just some shit, like some shit that I'm like, Oh man, such and such sucks. And it's like, Oh man, I love that show or whatever. I'm like, Oh, you know, like, look at you being a, a human being out here. Let's go. You know, I and I'm glad that you shared that with me. I'm glad you're not intimidated or scared to just say, like, some real shit around me. It's, and, you know, I, and, it, and it was a learned thing because I did used to reflexively, you know, bristle at shit like that. Now I'm just like, man, like, I don't I don't know everything. So maybe you got a perspective I haven't considered or maybe it's just OK for you to be quote-unquote out of line with me or wrong sometimes and mm-hmm. and i'm gonna be wrong sometimes too i'm not gonna always be on point all the time and there's that's more beautiful than this other shit that we got going now say that again all right um we first feedback episode was 2662 first episode of the week was it's rest in power clone um it was uh we got three comments on it uh apia says myel organics the negative people will not only not change their mind if the sellout doesn't happen they might claim it only didn't happen because of them that's a great point uh like they called it out and prevented it reminds me of the end of the world prophets when the world doesn't end they say it would have uh they when they say it would they say it only didn't happen because they prayed so much yeah that is a great point i've yes because that happens all the time it's like 
they make up a thing worst case scenario the company is like that's not gonna happen it doesn't happen and then they go it was only because of me that it didn't happen it's like that's a weird narcissistic thing that you have no proof <laughs> right you're just talking <laughs> um uh we also got sofa king who says i let you guys play me to sleep all the time I feel like I told y'all this already, but because I was stationed aboard, aboard, uh, two di- aboard two different aircraft carriers while I was on active duty, I'm incapable of falling asleep when it's quiet. So I'll put y'all's podcast on when I'm ready to go to bed, but I always go back and listen to the whole show when I wake up. My only thing is that sometimes it'd be so busy, I'd be so busy at work that I end up playing the same episode three or four days in a row, and that's how I often find myself a week or so behind on the podcast. Wow. Wow, Sofa King, you know, I give you permission. You love to see it. Thank you. However you consume us. I give you permission to skip ads, okay? Now, everybody else, I need y'all to play the ads so we can get the money. But Sofa King, if you're listening that many damn times, then, okay, you can skip 15 seconds. We forgive you. Uh, Wangangi says, I can't feel bad about someone inflicting well-communicated research consequences on themselves. Sleep and stupidity, (laughs) Quoon. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel bad either in um in the I don't feel bad in the like specifically bad for her way. I feel bad just in that it's it's such a needless, pointless fucking way to die, you know? Mm-hmm. Just a preventable way to die, right? Throwing your life away. And then like it's kinda like I wouldn't be shocked if this is another one of those like COVID deaths that because the coroner's report came out and it said she died of like some heart issues and she had had COVID like the last month. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's like one of those you get COVID and then have a cardiovascular issue not too long afterwards. And we don't yes. count it as a COVID death, but Mm-mm. the stress and shit on your body will never really be able to say it wasn't. And uh, and it, and there's a political there's a political uh uh, there's a there's a political stake in being on one side or the other because of her anti-COVID stuff. So, like, if you're like, this was definitely COVID that killed her, there's a reason that you feel that way and you want it to be that way. And if you say, it was totally just a coincidence, her heart just gave out, could have happened to anybody, there's a reason you feel that way and you want to feel that way. And if anything, that's just indicative of the life she led and the, the rhetoric she spewed in that so many people are, you know, really not, even the people that seem to be have been her friends aren't really concerned with her death as much as they're concerned with the story of how to spin her death. Right. Um, the poll, do you feel bad about diamond dying? Yes or no? 97% say no. That means 3% say yes. Um, Oh, I forgot to bring up the YouTube. Mm. (laughs) Pardon me. (laughs) I don't know what was going on with me. Uh, we definitely have, uh, stuff there and comments there so um let me see if i can pull up the comments to rest in power crone um professor lca says not rest in power wahahaha <laughs> to uh to the death emojis um <laughs> and pet lover says love you guys so glad you're uploading this to youtube now i've been listening since 2015 you guys always make me laugh and keep me updated with the news thank you um shout out to y'all the day ones out here these people going way back with us 
And shout out to the YouTube subscribers. Uh, I heard that a uh, YouTube, uh, uh, so many people complain that uh, uh, YouTube is going to change their uh, thing when they do a strike and actually give you like a minute mark because there was like people was like, you don't tell me what the fuck's happening. Yeah. You really don't give me detail about the fucking rule I broke. They, and people was like, the shit don't make no sense. And then y'all mm -hmm. take shit down and nobody knows what the fuck is happening or going on. So they said that they're going to roll out a thing where they'll tell you what it is. They'll tell you the minute mark. They'll tell you what rule you broke. Mm -hmm. And you can either take it out yourself or allow them to take it out. I was like, yes, that makes sense. There's some shit you should have been fucking doing versus the computer just randomly striking and I have right. nobody to talk to. And then y'all be like, well, we said what we said. Well, bitch, it's all a computer. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, let's go to uh, Anchor. And the poll was 90% no, 10% yes for feeling bad about Diamond Dime. And then uh, the Spotify comment was, this podcast is brought to you by 1 million tipping Americans. Aaron says, I frequent Target a lot, and I'm always looking for new moisturizers. I never even heard of Bevel until I saw it in Target. It's great, and I believe partnering with larger corps can help greatly. Exactly, Aaron. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I'm tired of only the negative shit being said about black, uh, black creatives and black people that are making these products. Anytime something positive happens for them, the woe is me black people show up to just shit on them and i'm fucking sick of it I, I get it when there's some evidence or some proof but the whole like i'm gonna speculate and i'm gonna be hurt do not attach yourself to my brand and then pretend to be like for me <laughs> when you just in it for yourself you know what i'm saying because if because a customer relationship is what we really have and that's fine but when you start making it more in, into something different, like I owe you something, no. Because if I wasn't making this product, you wouldn't even fuck with me. So, like, we're not friends. We're not family at the end of the day. I would love for us to have an amicable relationship. I create, But at the end of the day, under all the, the rhetoric, all the promotion, all the PR, it's still going to come down to me delivering a product. And if the first chance you get to shit on me, you just do. Then, then just don't even pretend to be loving me on the way up. Just, just go ahead and just be like, I buy this product because it works, and I'll be fine with that. Agreed. And, and, and like I said, and the thing about it is so fucked up because a lot of it, regardless if they say it or not, is based in misogyny. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times when it comes to black women, it's everybody's be over it. Black men do a product like Bevel. Bevel. Yeah, they, Bevel they, never they, got this. They were small, and then they went to Target, and, and I didn't see no protests. I didn't see no anger marches. I didn't say that this was going to change their product. Like, like not some, like I didn't right. see it. Not, not, so not that's why I said a lot of this is based and in Bevel, misogyny. And Bevel even said white people can use it, and it's just for people who have razor bump problems. They didn't say it was blacks only. They, they, they heavily, you know, marketed to black people, but, like, so it's just that thing where – they never said that, and they and and I don't know that Myel ever said it's black only. They may have said we're marketing to black people, it's targeted to black right. people, but right. it can help people with curly hair. And next thing you know, it turns into y'all were supposed to be blacks only, and you sold out the community because not because they pitched to this white woman, but because some white influencer found out the product worked for her hair, right. and, and so it, it's really once again white people coming in, and then black people penalizing other black folks because of the white gaze and yeah that's kind of sad 
Yeah, yeah, and and it happens here and back to what we talked about before. It happens in uh, consumer consumerism on television, and I don't remember the lady's name, but I was uh, on um, Twitter and it was a black designer addressing a product she had made a dress and a lady had uh, made a TikTok about her dress and she was saying that uh she basically was really nice about she's like you look good in the dress she was like i understand you know your critiques and things like that she was like i thank you for the positive criticism she was saying but there were a lot of people that never bought our product that were saying that they bought our product and our product was trash because we actually went and uh, investigated and found out that they never purchased these things. And then when we contact them, they blocked us online. Mm -hmm. So trust everybody that's coming out here and saying that the shit is bad and the shit is trash. They say some of them are actually consumers like you because you actually got the product on your body. But uh, some people aren't. They just own the bad bandwagon to make people look bad. Um, Roger says, do you all know who I can contact about getting a membership card to the one million tipping Americans? Ignacio says, you're... Keenan says Diamond and Silk could have been dope black superhero in names. <laughs> uh, James says, are those black Boston Celtics fans happen to be big fans of Mighty Casey as well? White girl, Susie, Janet, Karen, going through my mind. Sarah, Jess, Jesse, and Julie too. Don't tell Minister, Minister Farrakhan. He don't need to know what's going on. Because white girl i'm just saying it's totally totally anecdotal i have no proof it was just a lot of like there was just a lot of brothers with some big white women that day when we went to the celtics game i was just like okay and they all had on celtics jerseys and i was like ain't nothing wrong with that i was like okay living your life doing it how you do living your best life you know i didn't notice how to get down in in boston but maybe they get down like that everywhere and i just ain't been noticing uh king entropy says also by rufus and gloria t starshine foundation and viewers like you uh yours design says the way i just cackled at the title of this episode uh which was rest in power chrome uh rafael says i'm proud to be a one million tipper wishing karen a safe flight to my city aaron says just wanted to say i'm here for the lullabies fall asleep to your podcast regularly oh thank you uh all right let's go to the next episode uh hey 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 (laughs) all right um (laughs) the next episode is episode 2663 official new yorkers we got two comments on this one it appears oh three now okay we got three comments dizzy lizzie gal says filing a lawsuit sounds like a good idea until you remember that during discovery the other side here abc is going to do their best to dig through every email text message and slack thread this will quite likely quietly settle out of court before we get to that tj moving like a man who wasn't throwing dick around the office yes come on uh, he was slanging that ping and act like they don't got no records of that we'll update this uh when we do our show throughout the week next week but yeah um it's exactly what i thought they he floated out that racism shit through the pr like oh he's gonna say there might be some racial discrimination and i was like nigga why are you doing this because you know the, the the you know that's they just about to drag out every fucking person you fucked in that office and the first thing they did was pull out the fact that you know it leaked wink wink but somebody somewhere confirmed or, or leaked or alleged that he had sex with an intern and they're not like intern like 16 year old or something but an intern who was like 20 something but just 
another affair that he just had no one had heard about and i was like why what do you think the win is here just go ahead and leave and take this l because this shit is never gonna be better than this you might actually get a job again if you don't fight it what sit right. out a year and then some other fight it yeah all the shit gonna come out people gonna like you're too toxic and we don't want to hire you yeah and so the latest news is they both got let go which mm-hmm. of course i don't even know the people right. like i know who the people were but i know the people i don't know if they were joking or serious but all the people i know who are acting like this wasn't a big deal are people that just don't even really watch these shows and so it's like a cute funny story to us but like unfortunately the kind of people that do watch these shows want to feel like they're supporting some like wholesome people even if it's illusion they don't care they yeah. like i don't want to watch this and have all these emotions attached to my co-host other than happy warm feelings and uh and the other thing that i said what happened also happened we'll we'll get into this probably uh tomorrow we have brandon collins on the show so we'll probably get into this too but remember when i said um that um i wouldn't be surprised if amy pulled out some victim shit and so she started leaking stuff like i had no idea he was having affairs with all these women in the office now keep in mind we read that one page 16 that said she literally was friends with the woman he was that was his mistress before then she started fucking him and now her and that mistress ain't cool no more let alone his wife but suddenly Amy don't know. She didn't know nothing. She ain't never heard of nothing. She, this is all a surprise to her. She just happened to got got like the rest of us. And yeah, so she lost her job too. But you know, I got to say it, okay? Because I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Because I told you. Mm-hmm. And when did I tell you? A long time ago. And what did I say will happen when I told you? Exactly what just happened. Exactly. Um so uh but yeah back to the comments um appia says thank you for putting out as many shows as you do despite being in new york i'm back from my hosting job i had in my company and it went pretty great i was hosting for two days and leading panel discussions with marketing teams and management now i'm a star for those who work in my company in my special division who participate in this event and who care so for a small group in the end and i think maybe the next three weeks until uh, something else comes along but still that's dope. Glad it went well. Wangangi says part of this equation was being black in public infidelity as well as public miscegenation. U.S. Americans love to flog our public morality. So this wasn't ever going to go well for him or them. They better get that book together so they can sell the TV movie rights and get their podcast started. <laughs> and he's talking about the poll, which is, do you think racism played a role in the TJ uh, and Amy losing their jobs? Yes or no? Karen? Mm-mm. Yeah, uh, 75% of the audience said no. And we got a black ass, like, uh, it it might be some racism ass fan base. (laughs) So I think if only 25% of them was like, yeah, it played a role. Um, And I would, I didn't want to make this an option in a poll, but like, uh, I bet of that 25%, 90% of them are like, race plays a role in everything. So you can never say something isn't affected by race. So I would say it's probably low key even lower than the twenty five percent, and I'm mm-hmm. in this percentage of like. To me, it wouldn't have mattered if like it was, um, uh, I don't know, whoever is married at one of these more. If it was Michael Strahan when he was married, and we found out he was 
fucking ha- cheating on his wife with his co-host who was cheating on her husband um and they was both black it wouldn't matter if they was if it was two white people i don't think it would matter i just think because that image matters yeah. in that in that genre image they like we you got to have that image you're selling wholesome you're not right. and, and you might be selling sex appeal but you're not selling like uh, illicit sex which is what an affair and especially the way tj lutelius was uh swinging that thing around the office it sound like uh, it just his reputation was it was a wrap for him, you know. Right. But anyway, yep. Uh, comments on YouTube. My mom says, "Ah, back together, adorable black love." Thanks, mom. Jay says she screamed. I screamed. We all screamed for ice cream. Talking about when I scared that uh, person <laughs> that was in here. Right. Ramsey Ph. Dunn says, "Look at that black love. Have fun to stay safe." Alicia says, New York has never been on my travel list, but the way Karen talking about these new foods up there, I'm going to have to plan on eating an uh, eating trip. Mm. Uh, T. Ers- T. Erskine says, I really love the respect and love that you have for each other. It's so truly authentic and honestly brought a little tear to my eyes. Also, Karen, you are absolutely right about Meat Mill. He could have just not said anything online and no one would have known the difference. People in general uh-huh. seem to have forgotten that not all opinions need to be publicly stated uh find some friends and talk to them lol anywho anyhow do i have all types of opinions and all types of things that float through my mind i do not share it with the general public because it ain't none of your business it's not politically correct and it's not always right but it but it does hit my mind like most people anyhow enjoy your time together in new york q reunited and it feels so good uh pet lover says nyc ain't ready for this black excellence right here love you guys so interesting to hear karen's impressions of the city i've only been once and would love to explore some of these eateries yes oh when i was talking to your co-workers i was talking to heaven and uh she was uh i was telling her about my you know my uh, mm-hmm. uh being around the city so far and she was like it is so cool listening to it through your eyes i was <laughs> like Oh, I can't be forget everything is like new to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the com- the poll for the Spotify was actually eighty percent saying no. So even higher percentage saying no. It wasn't a race thing. It wasn't a race thing for TJ and Amy losing their jobs, and twenty percent yes. The Q and A was shut up, Meek Mills. Uh, Raph, uh, I was like, Creasy says facts. He's embarrassing us out here in Philly. I know it's like he got out of jail and then it was like everybody remembered how annoying he could be. It's like, well, no, you shouldn't be incarcerated for that shit. You clearly, clearly, that was a miscarriage of justice. Also, could we still keep you off of Clubhouse and Twitter? Is that okay? Can we just have your phone? Um, Nelson said, Nelson Eddie says. Meek Mills has been around too long to be shooting from the hip like this. How many times must he embarrass himself? Jay says, uh, James, I'm sorry, says, why do dudes like Meek Mills always be having that Drake emo behavior? For the love of God, you're an adult and this is ridiculous. Cut the crap. Uh, Raphael says, I've got a message for the Meek Mills. Come to the house of Holy Olives and depending on the size of your offering, you allowed to shout on these hoes. Pastor Trickle Down welcomes you. Oh, no. Um, yeah. And I I love that y'all called them Meek Mills, too, because uh, I only started calling them that because I listened to this podcast from the UK. 
And I don't know if they were doing it on purpose or just what. Yeah, I, they just they just kept tanking his name and it's like Meek Mills over and over. It's like I don't understand the bruv Meek Mills. So I was like, I'm looking at ain't that a part of his name? I'm like, uh, it's just, Apparently it's not. just Meek Mill, like, bro. That's good. I added an S on the end. I'm just S. Yes. Meek Mills. Everybody's plural. Um, but yeah, uh, let's get to the final show of uh the final show of the week which is 2664 worst stale pizza um let's see uh jb from harlem says i'm sorry for your pizza experience please don't use atms and bodegas etc they are known to take people's info from atm machines yeah well um right that was kind of one of the things i was upset about (laughs) (laughs) like i loved it I, I i'll just say trust me y'all i thought of that you know what i'm saying is and i've been check. i check my bank Everybody account trying to help they're like a rod a rod a rod it might be a scam <laughs> i just want y'all to know i check my bank account balance. i check my bank account every day okay i balance my bank i have like a spreadsheet i balance it daily because i too do not want to get ran for my money so Mm-mm. Y'all will be the first to know if something happens because I ain't, you know, I'll, I'll just shout y'all. I'll be like, hey, they got me. But uh, as of yet, all my money's still in there. And it was my number one fear. And it's why I wish they had a sign that said cash only. I really think it was just a scam. And they might do, but make this shit bigger. Yeah, I really felt like a scam. Someone, someone's selling my credit card information right now. Thanks, thanks everybody for keeping my anxiety going. Uh, Appia says, "I'm happy that the writing job is going well, Rod. Lots of success for you. To you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, I'm very happy with how things are going and and working through this process. I think uh, um, is getting to that. Like everyone's in the swing of things. Real bullets are firing." Uh, schedule is a schedule you got to be you know we know what we're going to be doing every week and at what times and stuff and it's cool to be involved in some of the ideas that are happening uh and i think because it's so organized this year the the decisions that are at least the way i approach it i was talking to my coworker yesterday and uh also my man q who uh, i know from s-o-h-h message boards who came to the show from california huh you took a picture with him didn't you i did yeah he came to the show Yeah, because i was like i know that face all the way from california oh Mm -hmm. and bo knows him too like um he was like a hip-hop journalist a gaming journalist and all this Mm -hmm. stuff and so we had a we had a meal after the show yesterday and we're just kicking in and talking. And one of the things I was I was saying uh, to my coworker and to them was like, I personally like the fact that some decisions are just out of my hands. And the people that make those decisions are the ones that have to live with the consequences or get the credit. That's fine with me. Um, I'm just shooting corner threes. The only difference is, unlike the NBA, uh, Someone else decides if my corner three is a make or a miss. So, you know, when they leave my hands, they all feel like makes. Okay, (laughs) I'm a hundred percent as far as I think. But of course, there's someone else that decides whether or not it's a make, you know. But um, one of the reasons I'm able to have a lot of like positive feelings about the job is because 
I don't know what happens when something's out of my hands. And I actually don't want to know, like, right. who cuts what, who makes what decision. If I work on something that doesn't make the show, it's, I never feel like it's because I did a bad job. It's just a lot of shit is matter of taste. A lot of shit is people at loggerheads above me in rooms I'll never be in, and yeah, I'm cool with that. Pass that shit out. Right. Um, all right. So then, um, but yeah, I'm happy it's going well as well. Um, and then, uh, oh, comments on YouTube. Let me see. We got two. Bridget says, I thought museums weren't my jam either, but once you find the thing you're interested in, for you, Ryder, was the Pinocchio exhibit, then they become much more enjoyable. When we went to the Art Institute in Chicago, I breezed right on past the European section. No shade, white people. We learned about that in a lot in school. However, once I got to the Native American, Asian, and African exhibits, I spent most of my time there. It was cool that they had a floor dedicated to each group, and I was in there for hours. I also went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last year. We were in there all day. I was like Karen that day. I just wanted to take my time, experience everything. Uh, my favorite subjects are music and history, so to experience the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was a dream. It was set up beautifully. I got my chance to nerd out in a huge way. I would love to see the MoMA one day, and I'm going to add it to my bucket list. Thanks for sharing your adventures at NYC. Shout out to Mr. Alexander for allowing you all to exhibit, to experience the Pinocchio exhibit. Yes, man. I mean, I definitely feel you, Bridget. I'm I'm not a museum person in that. I'm just like, go to the museum and look at all the things. I'm not really like an art gallery person. It's just not my thing. But absolutely, if it was something specific to my interest, yes, you know, like, oh, they got uh, this black comic book thing. Okay, I want to go see that exhibit. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I feel you. Uh, Sayida says, um, I loved hearing about your Avengers in the Big Apple. I rushed to the store to get the ingredients to make my own chopped cheese sandwich. It was tasty. Growing up in Philadelphia, I remember them being called grinders. Okay. Mm. Well, yeah, I had a chopped cheese this morning. I had to go to the post office to pick up a package. And uh, the place where we get chopped cheese was on the way. And I said, mm-hmm. let me try to get a chopped cheese. And I said, can I get I the... I thought they going to learn your name. <laughs> <laughs> I said, can I get the Mexican chopped cheese? Now, the Mexican chopped cheese has jalapeno, cilantro, and like chopped onions and stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, chopped cheese? I said, yes. And he started making it. Then he turned around and said, you want lettuce, tomato, and mayo i said no it's the mexican chopped cheese it's got uh it's got jalapenos onions cilantro and then he just made me a regular chopped cheese and said and put it on a hoagie and just gave it to me and i said thank you (laughs) i think he's like i got the regular chopped cheese memorized i don't do anything outside you regular Mm -mm. he looking like i know we got like four different verses on that board fuck that board (laughs) He, he called my bluff on that one. He said, "He said you gonna you gonna get what you gonna eat whatever I give you." And guess what? He was right. I, de- I came <laughs> you back. Don't eat any chopped cheese I present to you, sir. I devoured that chopped cheese and said, "This is good. This this is good too." You know, <laughs> fuck it. I don't I don't know. I, I I but that's the thing. It's my fault. I I knew when I ordered off of that board that's facing us but not them i said they don't know what's on this board because last time i ordered like an egg wrap i said can i get the number two egg wrap and he was like okay cool what's on it (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh somebody else made this board 
Yeah. They, they, they don't have one for you to look at back there, cook. Yeah, they, they don't, don't have like one up on the stiller for them to glance. But like, okay, what's what's on that number two? They don't know and they don't care. So no, I just they don't. They're like, we make shit and people just eat it. Yeah, close That's enough. Hilarious. I don't want to end up on minimum rage. Um, no, you do not want to end up on that. Uh, so. <laughs> uh back to the comments that i have oh i think that was it for the youtube comments um so then anchor and the poll okay so the poll do you when you go to the museum do you do you enjoy museums yes i really take it all in no i sort of rush through it or i never been to a museum 73 percent of people really take it all in which means 27 percent say they sort of rush through it and zero percent say they never been on Spotify, 79% really take it in, 18% rush through it, and 3% have never been to a museum. And I, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to tell you why, because with the people that Spotify with the money, they actually (laughs) cough up the extra cost for the the personal tours and shit like that. They, you know, they like, I'm going to pay you know the, the 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 membership fees to the museums and shit so that's why they enjoy that shit because they was like oh i i ain't got to deal with the pores i can just walk around this bitch mm-hmm. that makes sense um and i so i I'm, I'm not saying anyone's i would be interested in knowing the amount of people who take it all in because they feel like that's what they're supposed to do and how many take it all in for like some other reason? Cause I, I and who knows? I'll never get to the truth of it, so I'm not even gonna ask it as a poll. But I feel like this is totally just my speculation. Okay, I have no proof of this, and I hope y'all don't get offended. But I feel like y'all think that's what y'all supposed to do. So then y'all be sitting there like, oh, ah, mm, yes. I need to sit here for another 60 seconds because that's how long I saw all the other people sit here. And I don't <laughs> want to look like chatting. And I feel I, like it's something about my independent introverted streak that's like, yeah, um, I looked at this shit. T- I needed five seconds to be like, I don't get it. Or five seconds to be like, all right, that's cool. And and I'm ready to go to the next room. Like, I, hey, we figured it. I walked in one of these rooms, y'all. Shit look like fucking stonehenge it was a big ass room with rocks i was like ain't nobody getting nothing out of this no why am i even pretend all i really wanted that shit can't be confusing i'm not gonna lie all i really wanted to do was like push it down you know but instead (laughs) i watched all these people and they're just like slowly walking around like "Mm, ah i was like ain't nothing Mm. in here but 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 lego blocks the fuck is this stones in the room Mm, interesting Look at the. No, look I at ain't the, about that. Like, look I'm at the way they. Si- look at the way they just sitting there. Wow. Mm. It's, it's, I feel that it's amusing on the permanence of, of death, but the immutability of life. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I'm just like, uh, oh, this the room with the rocks. Ooh, my bad. I didn't mean to come in here, and I just turned around. I, I guess I'm too simple-minded. I'm like, I, I don't care. Uh, you know, I'm like, ooh, that looked pretty. No, Karen, 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 she be she be in there taking pictures and stuff. She be she be pretending. I saw her. She was taking good pictures and really like taking it in. Good pictures, cause I want to share my experience. Exactly. Karen was Karen was she was fronting like she was one of the one of them. But I like to I like to walk in and I'm not even like to. I can't help myself. I'm not strong enough to pretend. I 
I just walked, like, there was one room that was dark with shapes on the walls and TV screens. And I walked in and walked right back out. They was like, you know, they had room for you to sit down and, like, listen to the sounds and watch the shapes change. I was like, nah, I've already had a Microsoft 1997 uh, Windows screen shaver. Uh, I don't need to do this. Uh, y'all have a good one. <laughs> if anything. And it's okay to be people like me. Yeah. Like I said, like, and, and now the, that museum was different than the natural uh, art museum uh, because just, just two different I thought museums. it was natural history. Natural, natural history museum. Oh, okay. Natural art. Yeah, natural history museum. Those are two different museums. Uh, but yeah, when you get into art, I don't know shit about art, so that's completely different to me. I just want, I, but nobody, none of them do either. Is my point? Um, at least not the majority of them. I really just want to have like a megaphone and walk in all the rooms and say what people really are thinking, so they can be free to laugh and stop being pretentious. That's all. I think. I think. Oh, okay. I, I'm not saying a hundred percent of people, but like over seventy percent of people probably would. If I just walked in, it was like. I don't know, look like some hooks to me. And then they would be like, it do look like some hooks. Like, I'll give y'all a great example. There was one thing on the wall that was like all the wigs and weaves and hair extensions that different people have. And Karen was like, oh, okay, I see you wigs or something. And this other black woman turned around and was like, okay. And I said, exactly. Like, fucking exactly. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> but 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 it was real because yeah. everybody else had to sit there and be like, mm, what is it saying about the no, architecture and the artistry of black women's hair over the centuries? And it was like, no, it's, it's pictures of wigs and weave. And as mm-hmm. soon as you said it, it took the air out of the room. Everybody was like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah you're right. We was just looking at wigs. Yeah, and that's... I feel like most of that shit is like that, but you know, it's taboo to say because we spent money to go to a museum and walk around slow. So you can't, you can't just walk <laughs> in a room and be like, "Oh, this one, this one is some bullshit." All right, move to the next one. You know, oh, they didn't even try. You know what I'm saying? Oh, look at this titties. You know, nobody want to say that. There was one that had a bunch of pictures on the wall, and like every fifth picture was a nipple or a titty. I was like, well, that's a weird one. But I guess if it's an artsy way of saying I like to look at boobs, which I mean, who doesn't? But still, Correct. you ain't got to fool me by making them all grayscale. Anyway, um, <laughs> the Q&A, do not go to Best Fresh Pizza in Manhattan. It's a trap. Uh, Samantha says, at least you avoided the sex trafficking ring going on in the basement. Don't start that QAnon shit. Somebody shoot that shit up. M. Nicole says, enough said. Tiffany says, I've never had a bad slice at NYC, but I've also never had best fresh pizza, so good looking out. Yeah, I'm trying to keep your streak alive, sis. You know? No, well, I, I yeah. Hove did that, so hopefully you don't have to go through that. Uh, Kentrell says, I'm a, scam, I'm a scam in here. Uh, Yamanti says, eateries with best fresh or authentic in their name are anything but probably a front keep that oven just hot enough for the dry the dope i hope that pizzeria didn't give you pizzeria uh it may have i yesterday the next day my stomach did hurt nelson says sounds like a pizza spot you only eat from if you're drunk i'm willing to bet uh it, uh, it it's open at insane hours that's a good point that's a good point I bet you probably is open i'll never go back to find out um either get mad every time i pass by me too i had to walk by to go get my post office package i was like you motherfucker they weren't open it was nine o'clock but i was like you motherfuckers you know what you doing rachel (laughs) rachel says if a pizza place don't have an italian name stay away 
right. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't mind. I've had pizza here that's been good from like ninety nine cent pizza or something like that. But it's these. The, the, that one was a lie. Raphael says, "Fuck that funky pizza place." I recall the days when there was honor among thieves, not stale pizza. Fuck those mofo's. As for museums, I, it depends on the type. I love the ones in Germany. You learn some shit there. And Keenan says, Karen, right off the day, nigga, you see these headphones in. These ain't for decorations. Okay. <laughs> oh, I get. Oh, I think he meant Karen quota today. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Some of you women say that, man, and and they wear the headphones in New York to keep from being harassed, and it just do not matter. Dudes don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And but I just and this is somebody that's a motherfucking talker. Like I'm a talker, so mm-hmm. but I try to. Uh, as time goes on, I respect that. Like, oh, you got your headphones on? You don't want to hear shit I got to say. So unless it's something like really important, important, I'll just leave your ass the fuck alone, you know? But yeah. they're like, hey, girl, hey. You're like, uh, uh, don't you see I don't want to talk? Now, did you blame yourself for walking around with all that ass or you felt that that was, <laughs> that was, that, nope. it was, it was his fault? No, just kidding. That's 100% his fault. I was walking quick. <laughs> I was walking fast. I didn't stop my stroll. There, there was nothing about me that said I wanted a full-fledged conversation. Okay. All right. I mean, maybe he was just curious. He's like, where are you going with all that ass? You know, maybe he was... my hand. <laughs> maybe he had some ass he needed to drop off to and he didn't know where to go. <laughs> <laughs> he needed some directions to the ass factory. <laughs> uh, and shout, and shout, shout out to the mask, you know, uh, because... Uh, the mask covered my face up, so I had my fake mean look on. Cause y'all know I, I'm not a gangster, so you know all he seen was eyes and looking forward. I was like, God, I got this mask on. Yeah, I just I be trying not <laughs> to fake, even my fake angry face on. Yeah, I be just be trying not to even make eye contact with folks, cause it's oh, just it was no eye contact. Yeah, like this shit, like you never know. As soon as someone stopped me, I'm like, is this the robbery? Is this where it's happening? Um, all right. Well, it looks like we got no voicemails according to Skype. Uh, which is fine. So we should move into emails. Marissa writes in, sleeping on tip tips. I listen to y'all all the time everywhere, but in recent months, I've been listening to y'all to go to bed as it helps me to settle down. Okay, okay. Um, I do two things to manage this to stay current. One, I, you can set a sleep timer on Apple Podcasts for it to turn off a set amount of time. Two, I do go back to in the, in the episode the next day and go to the last thing I remember and re-listen. Sometimes I fall asleep within that timer, but sometimes I'm still awake. I'm still awake and it shuts off, so I know it's really time to take my ass to bed. Pre-game is my ideal show for this as it is so chill. Thank you. Thank you. For me... It feels akin to reading a book or a graphic novel before bed, though admittedly, uh, it might be weird to some. It is disorienting, though, if I forget to set the time and randomly wake up in the middle of a whole ass other episode. Feels like falling asleep uh, to the in the back of the room at a family function. Glad I'm not the only one who does it. Oh, yeah. No, you're not, man. A lot of people say that. A lot of people do. Aaron says, I believe the Karen restaurant was all in good fun. I was in Vegas last weekend, and there's a, literally a restaurant called Dick's, and the waiters are supposed to be mean to you. They cuss at you, they throw silverware on the table, call your names, and they claim the fame is that they give you a paper hat where they write something stupid on it like, I can't please my wife. And everyone in the restaurant can see it. It's all good fun. You know what you're getting into. So I think the Karen restaurant is nothing bad, and people are tripping. Yeah, I'm with you, honestly. I feel like the, I think 
context matters and social media is great at taking the context out of things, especially with these videos and stuff. And so putting a video out there like, would y'all, what y'all think about this? It, it immediately gets people to be like, in their mind, it's like someone walked into their Applebee's and grabbed a fries. <laughs> right. Because like you say, it's different. Like I'm going in knowing that this is what I'm signing up for. Well, then somebody like me would be opt out to be like, well, then I'm not going in. Right. Um. So Crystal says effect on COVID in the job market. I know you and Karen are one of the few who have discussed the effects of COVID on labor shortage, while others have mainly just said people don't want to work. Uh, yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're talking about over in this in this country, over a million people right. died, and you and you and you just expect the 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 uh, economy to replenish itself, and all of a sudden we're going to get all these people back. It don't work like that. Yeah. Also, just the amount of money that I mean, the um, like people keep making it seem like, well, if the job paid fifteen dollars an hour, it's like, well, then what? And fifteen dollars an hour is still not. I don't want to die. So, um, not only that, mm -hmm. uh, what they also don't talk about is not only with the worker shortage with the people dying, you know what that also impacts mm -hmm. uh, the economy because you know what you have a million people that all of a sudden you have lost them being taxed, <laughs> you have lost them blowing money in their own economy, you have lost their purchasing power. Like people fail to realize, like all that is just poof. Mm -hmm. And so you just expect that to instantly come back and it's not. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I, uh, COVID disability due to long COVID or even retirees who were still working, who probably retired after the public showed their entire behind by refusing to wear masks, spitting on people and fighting anyone who dared them uh, uh, to out, I guess, dared to put on masks. Carrie, it came across these articles. Not sure if you have seen them. Um, yeah, we talked about these a while ago about the workers in the workforce and, uh, how, so yeah, we, 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 we saw a man covered them. John says, Buenos dias, Rod and Karen. We just got back from visiting the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico, which was amazing. And aside from the numerous, huh? I said, I bet it was. It sounds pretty. Mm-hmm. And aside from the numerous cultural differences, what was the first thing we noticed? Mask. They still have mask mandates in effect. And everywhere we went, the masking rate was 80 to 90 percent indoors and probably 75 percent even outdoors, even at 80 degrees with extreme humidity. And get this. Nobody was throwing tantrums or making a big deal about it whatsoever. It was like the early days of COVID here in the U.S. where everyone just did it. And that was that. Like you said, no big deal. It was such an extreme contrast to our flights from Los Angeles where we were like the only people wearing masks for the four and a half hour flight. We did the overhead air thing, too. I, I, anyways, it was a nice reminder that civilization is still possible, at least outside of America. Perhaps this is why the U.S. has had five times as many cases and about 30 percent more deaths per million than our southern neighbors. Uh, who's the shithole country now? That's a great point. Right. Yeah, and it's, what's funny is you say it's like the beginning of the pandemic, and I agree. And when you say the beginning of the pandemic, I mean for about three weeks. <laughs> like, we had 80 to 90% masking and people complying, I'd say, for three weeks. After that, people said, fuck it. it was just, it's like the counter thing started, and it was just like, God damn, y'all really about to make this a, a fucking bipart, a, a fucking, like, divisive issue. <laughs> Anyway, mm -hmm. I, and also I think it 
opinion, it hey, baby, down. You're, you sound a little low. Either that or I sound high. Is it possible for you to look in the right? I'm sorry. I'm noticing this because I'm looking at the recording right now. Okay. Is it, is it possible? I don't know. Are you, t- you you are talking directly in the mic and everything, right? Or not? I think I am. Okay, yes. cool. Uh, is it possible for you to look at that speaker icon in the bottom right corner? Sorry to do this on the air, everybody, but we I'd rather try to take care of this now. Um, and click on it. Okay. And when it comes up, it should say um like uh you should be able to click uh, click on it and it'll say more volume settings. Mm-mm. I don't think I don't know, but yeah, we need to get to the more volume settings because I just want to see if the if something automatically turned the volume up or down or something like that. Volume control. Yeah, the, is that the same as the volume control? You or sound, that's something different. You sound louder now. Um. Okay. Is Do, am I talking in the wrong part of the mic or something? I thought I was talking directly into it. Well, you sound great now. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but just stay, do keep doing this, whatever you're doing, and maybe it wasn't anything with the volume settings. Okay. I may have been talking because I had pushed it up and over a little bit, and so... Yeah, that's it. I need you okay. to talk directly into it. Yeah. Um, okay. That's better? Yeah, oh, much better. Oh. Much okay. better. Um, oh, sorry. No, I, I, I just... I, I had to look at something on on the recording software and i was like wait a minute why is my thing big and her small uh hopefully i can balance it out later but just for the future anyway no problem so that's a lot better yes i'm so okay. i'm so glad you mentioned a gen x struggle for porn acquisition that we suffered these youngsters really had no idea we had to steal magazines from our older brothers go on treasure hunts to the shelves at the top of dad's closet spend countless hours taping news scenes from cinemax on shitty vhs t- tapes and staring at scrambled late night fees of american xx ecstasy from our satellite dish all hoping our parents wouldn't oh. suddenly barge in like the kool-aid man and catch us i know <laughs> like you know how many times is you had to like when i was a kid you had to like frantically jack off like it was no peaceful you had no leisure yeah it wasn't no leisurely jack it was like you you trying to sneak and watch real sex and hope for like 10 seconds of titties so you can jack off and hope it's not one about you know people dressing as horses or you know tantric sex as as a kid, like I said, as an adult, I view real sex differently. But as when I was younger, I was like, real sex ain't about sex. It actually was. But, you know, I was like, I don't get this. Yeah, it wasn't the same as like Skinamax and that softcore shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and pull the mic down a little bit because when it was down a little bit, it was you were louder. Just a little bit. Um, but yeah, it, the like t- that? Um, um, let me see. Yeah, I, yeah. I just remember when it was down closer to your mouth, you were louder just now. Okay. And then, then I saw you move it back up for some reason. No problem. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it like absolutely um that the, there was no peaceful jacking off then. There was just like no hoping that not. somebody don't wake up at one in the morning and 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 catch you. You know, uh, trying to see if you can fast forward to the part of basic instinct where your she like wake up in the night to go pee. <laughs> Uh, fast forward to the part of basic instinct where she cro- uncrosses her legs you know you're just like oh, oh god i only got three seconds. seconds and then you had to go be like i hope i can harness this and hold it in my memory 
for long enough. You know? Anyway. Uh <laughs> Even once we were old enough to rent movies, we had to sneak behind the beaded curtain at the video store and then hope that the clerk wouldn't mention the porn. section, yes. Hope that the clerk wouldn't mention the porn movie. We had sandwiched between the mainstream comedy and the serious documentary and our batch of three rental choices. Yeah, the amount of times I've rented some bullshit because I really wanted to see Booty Talk 27, but I had to be like, uh, well, I can't just walk into the local VHS store or DVD store and get booty talk 27 i got to peruse through like i'm purchasing things so i spent like peruse through. 10 I minutes to act like i'm a real shopper i spent 10 minutes knowing i wasn't gonna get die hard because it was sold out and so i would just get oh, the no, next die hard was not gonna be there i get the next best thing you know some knockoff with microwave popcorn or some shit you know i would just buy this put it on top <laughs> i would get like some uh knockoff movie like Starring Dolph Lundgren, like you know, like yeah, eventually, yeah, <laughs> death, like, oh. death, death, difficult, or <laughs> you know, uh, uh, death maybe, yeah, kinda. uh, you know, deadly death instrument of you know whatever you know sudden overtime, and then I would get that shit, and then I go in the back and like, and you have to because it's also your community store so like you gotta make sure like the pastor not in there the woman that babysat you when you was in fifth grade you like you gotta make sure that you the coast is clear up, you don't walk up on you to, you know yeah. from high school or some shit you don't want to come from behind to beat it uh curtain and be like oh what's going on reverend pauls I, I didn't know you was in here and then he gotta <laughs> pretend that he not trying to go in the beaded curtain and be like oh, yeah, i was just in here trying to re- uh, get sister act too you know for the 17th time and uh, excuse me, let me get through this beaded curtain and see if I can get Sisters Act Two. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I want to get Sisters Ass Two and Sister Act Two. Ah! <laughs> I got a lot of sisters, a lot of right. praise right. the Lord, a lot of sisters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that was like a whole thing, and these kids don't have that experience. It's a very isolating solo experience, and much more convenient. I, I obviously trade with them, but. Yeah, they they're gonna have to learn how to make friends with the like the dude whose dad got all the porno magazines and shit. Um, even once we were old enough to rent movies. Other than, okay, so yeah, he says, um, and heaven forbid if it was a cute girl working at the video rental counter. Oh yeah, I've abandoned the mission several times. <laughs> you didn't give up. Yeah, it was like, oh, it's not, today's not the day. It was like, uh, cause, yeah, and I don't know why. It's not like I was trying to sleep with the cute girl. It was something, it was like, if it was a, a man, I just think he understand, like, I get it, buddy. You got to get the poison out. But if it was like a a, 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 a girl or, or, or a woman or someone like attractive or something, then it's like, I know I'm a loser. <laughs> They're like, I'm just trying to do my job. I know. Here. Don't matter. It's not about them. It's what's going on in my head. Uh <laughs> This is our generation's version of walking uphill a mile in the snow. It really is. Both ways. <laughs> walking to school eight miles one way. When the, Netflix no do- when the Netflix documentary about comedy Unabomber Carl Van finally does happen, I'm guessing they will want to interview y'all. When the interviewer asked if you were surprised to find out JL strapped a bomb to his chest and went into a semi-crowded comedy club, so many RSVPs didn't show, and shouted Dark Knight Forever before hitting detonate and blowing everyone to smithereens, how would you answer? Oh, I, I mean, it's, it, it will be impossible for me to say I did not know. 
So I would have to be, I guess, the only or Frank. They're going to play clips from the show. I'm, a, I'm imagining it's just going to be a very different type of style documentary where everyone they talk to going to be like, yeah, of course I knew. Yeah. It was like, you didn't do anything to stop him? Bro, there was nothing we could do to stop him. Nothing I mean, we all said. He was a time bomb from the beginning. He was the one telling us he was going to quit. We was like, good. You need to get out the game, man. I mean, we were motivating him to quit, but he just, he just wouldn't do it no matter how hard we tried to make him stop he was like no i like this abusive ass relationship i mean what can you do like every time every time he would try to uh every time he would get close to quitting something good would happen and then he'd be back in the game for another year and honestly i'm surprised it didn't happen sooner you know I was just hoping I wouldn't be at the show when he did it. You know, someone got to carry on the right. legacy, and I, I appreciate him. I mean, I mean, him. he's great at it. I, you know, I, I, I've been to his show before, but you know, I'm yeah. just hoping this is not the night. The sad part is that so many of his fans online uh, are, you know, he's trending, and they're saying like, "Oh, I didn't know he was in town. I would have came to this." <laughs> yes, yes, they are. <laughs> they was like, I, I, I would have died in the audience too. He just didn't tell me. <laughs> I, I didn't. Oh, know. it was in my hometown. I didn't know he was here tonight. I got it two weeks late because of the algorithm. <laughs> oh. I mean, no, no wonder my DM got got unanswered when I hit him up on Instagram. Right. Oh man. And All right. Out, he ain't with us no more. <laughs> so when that Netflix died, oh yeah, he says, uh, P.S. Thought you might appreciate an example of DLJ Garland doing the good work. City National Bank agreed to commit more than $31 million to boost lending to black and Hispanic home buyers in Los Angeles area in the U.S. Department of Justice's largest settlement over illegal redlining. Thursday's settlement was part of Attorney General Merrick Garland's Combating Redlining Initiative, launched October 2021 to combat housing discrimination. Cheers, stay safe, and hope you enjoy your time reunited, John. Thanks, John, and yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, uh, no need to cover it now, but I had saved it. Absolutely. Um, Aaron says, hi, Rod and Karen. So happy to, oh, the title of this is Forgot I Was a Bad Bitch. It says, hi, Rod and Karen. So happy to see that you two spend a little time together in New York and that Karen finally saw a bodega cat. Um, mm-hmm. writing, writing in reference to episode 2648, Forgot I Was a Bad Bitch from a few weeks ago. Today, I was talking with my friend Chatera, uh, or Shatera, Shatera, um, Telling her that I was feeling different lately, that I was feeling more enlivened and uninspired, uh, but that wasn't uh, enlivened and inspired. Sorry, uh, but that wasn't quite it. And then I heard Rod's voice in my head and I said to her, yeah, like I forgot I was a bad bitch. And she immediately explained, yes, I feel that. <laughs> LOL. So I recorded a little 21 second clip from the episode for her, which I also attached to this email because uh in case you want to listen to play it and i told her to listen to blackout tips and i tell everyone to listen to blackout tips because it is the best um i mean i listened to 11.5 days worth of your podcast last year according to spotify green heart emoji anyway enjoy your time together hope you get to eat some delicious food and laugh a lot all the best to you both aaron um and i don't know it's like i had just Forgot I was a bad bitch for a second. I was, I was. was I'll never forget you a bad bitch. (laughs) I don't know. I just, it just, it just happened. You're surrounded by too many bad bitches. It's too many bad bitches in in the podcast fandom. It's too too many bad bitches that love us. Mm -mm. You be a bad bitch, so they can be bad bitches out there. I don't know. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You can't hear that. Oh, I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. I forgot they. Here we go. Give me a second, everybody. Here we go. Like, is we supposed to 
to hear something because I hear nothing. Here you go. Here I you go. just forgot I was a bad bitch for a second. I was. I was. <laughs> oh, I'll never forget you a bad bitch. <laughs> I don't know. I just it just it just happened. You're surrounded by too many bad bitches. It's too many bad bitches in in the podcast fandom. It's too, it's too many bad bitches that love us. Mm-mm. You be yeah. a bad bitch, so they can be bad bitches out there. So you heard it that time. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did. Yeah. Um, so she shared that clip and uh you know, I it was funny is I never go back and listen to our podcast. I'm I'm always listening to other podcasts and, and other shit. But uh if I'm editing sometimes or if I just catch something in, in passing or something like that, I'm always like, Oh yeah. That's why people listen to the show. I we're, do periodically. We're good. I, no, you do. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do I do periodically. Uh, and I get, and I guess it's one of the things I kind of get in my mind and my head because I hear things. I'm like, oh, okay, I could have did this differently, executed that differently, type of you know, type of thing. Uh, something Karen might be interested in. Raphael says, "Hello, Rod and Karen. Excellent first episode of Game Theory, and I hope the NYC is going well. Wanted to share a brief report about names that might be interested, especially to Karen. I remember a few episodes. Karen wondering if other country." countries had names that were no longer cool and it looks like it's some type of tiktok real thing mm-hmm. or instagram real let me see if i can pull this up for everybody uh all right how do how do i rewind this i think i just have to refresh it right okay all right here we go in germany but kevin's do have a reputation here we need to talk about kevin well kevin's a totally normal name in the u.s in germany so-called trendy exotic sounding names are sometimes associated with lower social class and bad behavior in fact german sociologists call this phenomenon kevinism or kevin's one researcher said that the stereotype might be to do with the surge of kevin popularity amongst eastern germans in the 90s which mixed in with other stereotypes about the east is there a name like kevin in your country it's not illegal to call okay uh so i guess that's that's different kevin's Oh, Kevin's. All right. what, what did they do in Germany? I don't know. Uh, you would think it would be like Adolf's or some shit, but I guess maybe, I don't know. Kevin did something. Apparently so. Uh, let's see. Oh, we got a five-star review on Podchaser from Zinzi, um, okay. who says, this podcast is truly a lifesaver in the toughest of times. Rod and Karen keep you grounded and well-informed while making your sides hurt from laughing so hard. I could give a TED talk about how amazing this podcast is, and it wouldn't be enough. They are the best in the podcasting game. Thank you, Zinzi. Thank you. I didn't know you could give stars over there. And did we get anything in the mail, Karen? We did. Hold on. Okay. Let's get let's get Karen a second, everybody. All right. I checked the mail yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, ha- I haven't <coughs> been in a while. Oh, don't want to be a podcaster no more. I'm unwrapping it. Okay. Okay, me one of them nice little bags. I like the bags. I keep these little bags. They come in handy. It says Charlemagne and Joe Button got what you're looking for. Hey, Karen and Rod, mm-hmm. is uh she a uh, Ashia? Ashia. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to say thanks for all that you do. Most importantly, your wonderful spirits. All hope you all enjoy the gift. Peace and much love. Oh, 
Thank you. What's the, what's the gift? Oh. Okay. What is that? Phone soap? Is it? It's the, a uh, it's a um uh iPhone. It's a sanitizer. It oh. it it cleans and sanitizes your phone. Okay. It kills the germs and shit on your phone. Oh, okay, dope. Okay, you must have put that on the list. That's from I did because I got thing. tired. Of, I got tired of wiping it off with all the uh uh what you call them them wipes. Clorox wipes. Yeah, I'm I'm up in here like little Boosie every day. I'm 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 getting in here wiping it down. I didn't know. Yes, wipe me down. So I was like, you know what? I seen it and I will put it on that baby. I thank you because I'm sure enough gonna be uh. Uh, using this, I thank you very, very much. Yay! Thank you, and yeah, I can't wait to get home and use it myself. Uh, Karen is, I was thinking about that the other day. You know, you're always so uh, handy and helpful at finding like little shortcut things. Um, uh, you know, when you put your mind to it, I know a lot of times you kind of get intimidated or lazy when it comes to like tech stuff, but you know, a lot of times you, you the person that finds like the shortcuts and stuff, like to the, to the thing oh. outside where you can just use your phone to come in and stuff. Um, and, and stuff. Oh, okay. okay. So and, work for you too. Yeah. And, uh, how you can make it an uh, app on your phone and all this stuff like that. But yeah, it's just, you're really good at that kind of stuff. And a lot of the little knickknacks we have around the house and stuff, uh, that have made like cooking easier and cleaning easier and stuff is cause of uh, stuff you looked into. So that's just a oh. really good thing that you do. I'm just I, oh, I don't really have a bigger point. Just wanted to point that out and say, you know, I love you and stuff. Oh, I, I love you too, and I thank you. And it's one of those things. So sometimes I do get in my own head, and sometimes um, I'm better. And but I know sometimes I could be kind of intimidated by mm -hmm. certain types of technology, just thinking it's just above my head. When it's not, I, you know, I, I, I'm I'm doing better. And uh, shout out to your mom who uh, taught me about uh, YouTube University. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times I get out there and I'll just start YouTubing things and trying to figure out, well, how to do it. And kind of like you, I figured out I'm not the first person to have this problem and I won't be the last person to have this problem. Somebody somewhere should, can be able to walk me through this process. And so um, I'm, I'm, I uh, uh, am so glad that uh, I could be helpful with, with little things like that. And, and uh, uh, but yeah, that means a lot to me, baby, because it gives me the confidence to keep trying and, and be more advanced. And also I'm proud of myself with the, uh, uh, the heating thing. Uh, we ain't enemies no more. Um, I figured out once, once I got logged in, because uh, when I got here, I guess I had been gone so long. The uh, the 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 pole uh, uh, thing for the uh, heating and cooling unit was just off. Mm -hmm. So I kept saying, "Why is it so cold?" <laughs> I could not figure out why. And every time I looked for it, it was just off. And I was like, "Well, I guess it ain't never gonna come back on." So I figured out how to turn it back on. <laughs> and yeah, I turned. Well, I turned it off with the app when you left because I noticed you didn't. Um, because it was no need for you not to be home and for us to be paying the extra heating bill. Okay, I thought it went off on its own. Mm -mm. That makes sense. Yeah, that's okay. what the app is for. You can also make it so that when you get close to the house, it turns on, and when you leave, it turns off, um, and all this stuff. The app is real cool. But, uh, yeah, that's it. Um, tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we'll have Brandon Collins from Drunk Black History and Medium Popcorn on as the guest. And I'm sure we'll be talking about a bunch of news and pop current pop culture and, and movies and stuff like that tomorrow so looking forward to that i am i am looking forward to that and i enjoyed my 
uh, trip to New York. I, I'm I'm back at home now, but I still really do miss you. And I uh, I am uh, so glad uh, that the show is going well and everything is going great. And like I said, I'm um, here and I keep myself busy. So I've been kind of like doing like little things and cleaning up and I need to continue to go through the closet and things like that and, you know, get rid of old stuff, make space, make room. So that's that's the type of stuff I've been doing. And I love you, baby. Love you, too. And uh, we'll talk tomorrow, uh, everyone, at the podcast. Until next time. Love you. Love you, too. Mwah. Mwah. Bye. Bye, baby. <laughs>